Listener-supported KFUO, AMA 50 here in the entire St. Louis region. You can find us in the St. Louis area at 105.3 FM. We are KFUO Radio. I'm Gary Duncan. You're listening to the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our moment in creation with Pastor Warren Worth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold. Hi, Pastor Worth. Hi, Gary. So what we want to do is rethink planets and galaxies. Is that it? Well, it's it's related to that, yeah. So okay. that not from a Christian standpoint, having to rethink okay, creation, right. but rather rather what the scientists who believe the evolutionary models think okay. and have been teaching for many years about where galaxies and planets came from and how they form. So the first uh, article I want to refer to is at sciencedaily.com. It appeared on February 22nd of 2023. The title of the article is James Webb Spots Super Old Massive Galaxies That Shouldn't Exist. And the article says, In a new study, an international team of astrophysicists has discovered several mysterious objects hiding in images from the James Webb Space Telescope. Six potential galaxies that emerged so early in the universe's history and are so massive that they should not be possible under current cosmological theory. In each of the candidate galaxies may have existed at the dawn of the universe roughly 500 to 700 million years after the Big Bang, or more than 13 billion years ago. They're also gigantic, containing almost as many stars as the modern-day Milky Way galaxy. It's bananas, said Erica Nelson, co-author of the new research and assistant professor of astrophysics at the University of Colorado Boulder. You just don't expect the early universe to be able to organize itself that quickly. These galaxies should not have had time to form. And her colleagues go on to say the same thing, and it boils down to that they're going to say we'll have to rewrite the astronomy textbooks. So um, I, I find that interesting, having to rewrite the textbooks, because now that they have this super-duper telescope that's up there in outer space and peering further into the universe than people have ever been able to look before, and they say, what do you know? We didn't think there would be galaxies there, and not only are there galaxies, they're bigger and have more stars than should be there, according to the way we thought stars would form. They just keep throwing more years at it, it sounds like, though. (laughs) There you go. So, yeah, millions and billions of years ago. But see, for them, millions and billions of years ago, that's close to the Big Bang, and there shouldn't even be stars and planets yet, because for them, it took millions and billions of years for the universe to expand and for the cosmic dust to coalesce, to form planets and stars and so forth. And so this is kind of interesting to us. It's like, okay, so we don't buy into the millions and billions of years that they say here. We believe that God created the universe, as he says in Genesis. And uh, and so Genesis chapter 1, verses 14 and following, God said, let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night. And let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. And let them be lights in the expanse of the heavens to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made the two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night and the stars. And God set them in the expanse of the heavens to give light on the earth, to rule over the day and over the night and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning the fourth day. So from God's word, we understand that it was on the fourth day of creation that God made the celestial bodies. 
and put them in the universe to give light upon the earth. And that's what we still observe today, of course, the sun ruling over the day, the moon ruling over the night, the stars are there. And it wasn't millions and billions of years ago that this happened. It didn't take millions and billions of years for them to form. So for people to disregard the Bible, to try to keep God out of the understanding of where everything came from, trying to understand things happening over vast time periods without the help of any divine being, uh, they come up with these ideas, but those ideas are constantly changing. And that's the point we're making here. There's another article that I found over at AnswersInGenesis.org that refers to uh, an article that appeared in, let's see, uh, Vice News. A scientist discovered a massive forbidden planet that shouldn't exist. And once again, what they found by looking deep into space is an exoplanet, that is a planet outside of our solar system, and it's orbiting a dwarf star. And this planet is a large gas planet like Jupiter that shouldn't be there because according to their understanding, a a star of that size shouldn't be able to have a a planet the size of a a big gas planet like Jupiter. So it's like something's wrong. The The way our evolutionary models of planet formation uh, go along. It's like, this This doesn't fit. And so what we're saying is observational evidence here goes against the theories that people have come up with of the evolution of planets and stars and galaxies. But God's Word doesn't change. God's Word is solid. And so when Ken Ham at Answers in Genesis comments on this, he reminds his readers, as we would remind our listeners, that we should begin with God's Word, not with man's ever-changing ideas. You know, God's Word is certain. God's Word doesn't change. Uh, Isaiah 40, verse 8 says, The grass withers, the flower fades, but the Word of our God will stand forever. Matthew 24, 35, says, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Uh, Jesus says in John 17, 17, sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. God's word is the truth. Certainly, the main message of the Bible is about salvation by grace through faith in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who died for us on the cross, who rose again on the third day. We have eternal life by faith in him who died for us and rose again. That's the main message of the Bible. And yet, Everything else the Bible says is also true, including about where we came from, how God created everything in the beginning, uh, human beings especially, but also the sun, the moon, the stars, and everything else, and how sin came into the world, and that's why we need a Savior. That's why we need Jesus to be the one who died for us, who rose again, so we could have eternal life with God in the new heavens and the new earth creation, where we will be the new creation, where we will be with God in righteousness and purity forever. So uh, reminding our listeners to stick with God's Word and not believe in man's fallible ideas that are constantly changing, particularly as new evidence comes up and they say, well, we have to throw that idea out and start all over again and rewrite the textbooks. So as they they continue to rethink uh, creation, uh, our evolution in their standpoint, as they continue to rethink that and how it was formed i don't understand why they just keep throwing more years at it <laughs> i just that yeah. baffles me so well, that happens all the time and part of it is you know you and i can't really even comprehend millions and billions right. and trillions you stir in some more zeros and it makes your head swim and so it makes it easier for the hocus pocus because even with all those extra millions and billions of years it could not happen 
by chance. It could not happen accidentally. There has to be a creator behind it. It takes an almighty God who makes it happen. It wouldn't just happen naturally. Right. Could you lead us in a prayer? I would be happy to do so. For our prayer today, I'm using Lutheran Service Book, hymn number 585, uh, four stanzas from that hymn. We pray. Lord Jesus Christ, with us abide, for round us falls the eventide. Oh, let your word, that saving light, shine forth undaunted into the night. In these last days of great distress, grant us, dear Lord, true steadfastness, that we keep pure till life is spent, your holy word and sacrament. Restrain, O Lord, the human pride that seeks to thrust your word aside, or with some man-made thoughts or things would dim the words your spirit sings. Stay with us, Lord, and keep us true. Preserve our faith our whole life through. Your word alone, our heart's defense, the church's glorious confidence. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks for being on the program today. It's my pleasure. We appreciate you, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. God bless. We're listener-supported KFUO worldwide at KFUO.org. Our talk programs, including this segment, available wherever you get your podcast. Just search out KFUO Radio.